Last episode on Landscape of Fear. Our party spent the work week tending to their lives in the wake of the eventful weekend before. Kalsif was hard at work making sure that his presence was felt in their lives due to Tegan's refusal. He interfered with each of their lives as follows. Revius was demoted. Tegan's family had their coronite purchasing power taxed. Kopesh's nemesis in the temple found himself promoted. And Alaric was banned from the Arcanum grounds. The party decided that the best course of action would be to continue uncovering the mystery of the map. Tegan received a message from Norik, her estranged brother, revealing that Kalsif had hired him to perform some tasks down in the sterile waters. The party armed themselves at Norik's smithy and made an odd discovery. There was evidence of brown glass in the dirt underneath his building. They departed for the sterile waters until they managed to find Norik awaiting them. He stated that something had infected him, a glass basilisk from the gravel ponds farther to the south, and that Kalsif was seeking the heartstone here in hopes of using it against the party. He also mentioned that the person they had smuggled in was held captive by the Melgath Empire, which turned out to be little more than a ragtag encampment. He stated uh, that he had to barter with the Bullywugs for his freedom, and that the next part of the map was the deal. The party left Norik and delved deeper into the swamps. They encountered a bullywug that had left the Empire behind who went by Bugle Boa. He was very into life and living casually. He helped them find the Empire by crossing the three deadly rivers, and the previous session ended with the great King Cramcram eating a prisoner whole. However, as many things have gone awry while I teach myself to edit these episodes and run a game for the entertainment of listeners and my players alike, this episode is no exception. I regret to inform you that I lost the first half of episode 6 while transferring documents from my computers. The following is a brief recap of the first half of the episode, and my sincerest apologies to those that are listening in. Our party arrived at the Melgath Empire, eager to make the acquaintance of King Cramcram. As advised by Bugleboa, they came under the presumed god selectors, who would aid the king in choosing the true god, as the empire was in a bit of a pickle between this red god and Garganto. The king invited them to some mild entertainment, that of an actor they had captive and forced to attempt to perform whilst being struck by myriad mud pies. He begged Tegan to save him while being battered. Tegan replied with a volley of her own and a maybe. The party then interviewed the acolyte of the Red God at a bloated pool of filth where Cretan Fulgras seemed to spend his days. He was satisfied, and they went to meet this Red God in the mountains to the east of the gravel ponds. As they went, they passed by the Lambent Lake, a seemingly corrupted spawning pool that housed hundreds upon hundreds of corrupt bullywug eggs. I like that Kopesh and I are on the same page, though. That we want to just burn everything down. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of over this. I'm like, it's you... it's the first time that we're both on the same page. Right. I'm, I'm like Bugle Boy. You are the best ever, but the rest of your kin can just like explode. I still don't trust him. I do want to. I trust him. Kill like the king in a spawn, specifically. I don't know about these gods though. Whatever the fuck they are, they seem like freaks of nature. Well, let's get ready to interact with this guy. Indeed. <clears throat> the peculiarly tall, lanky, muscular creature with red scales and amphibious flesh alike is 
sort of a mixture of the two, turns and regards you. His eyes are less bulbous, they're more on the top of a flat head rather than like oblong on a large circular head. It is still very frog-like, but it's definitely not a bullywug. He sort of turns and you can see his, his claws are scraping the gravel pond ground. He says, what have you brought me? Cretan, more to make alike. I look over at Cretan. What does he mean? Well, no, my master. I have brought them here to you today because they will make you the only god they promised me. I look at the others. Just, just roll with it. Ah, very well. Come. You must be part of Cog. How did you know that? It's a very important institution for the Bullywugs. <laughs> Can I have an insight check? What the fuck? Sure. I'm freaked out. <laughs> Kopesh is too nervous to make a check. He's like, oh shit, but they know. <laughs> It's real as shit, and they all know it, and you're cool. (laughs) Yeah. Stay cool, motherfucker. (laughs) Kopesh (laughs) calms himself down with the shock and just kind of puts out his head. (laughs) It's good to meet you. Um, We've heard quite a bit about you, and we're interested to be able to meet you. Yes. Well... As he approaches and gets a little bit closer, you all notice one detail that's very important. You know how it's like if you're talking to someone with a lazy eye, you can't help but sort of look at the wrong eye? Yeah. Well, when you're talking to this guy, there is a hole in his forehead. Just a hole. It's like someone (laughs) poked their finger into his head down to like two inches and then pulled their finger out, but the hole stayed. It's like he's made of Play-Doh. It's just this gaping hole in the middle of his, right between his eyes. Is it like gory or is it just nope. sort of like skin? Skin. What happened there? Do you ask him? Yep. <laughs> I'm like, None. we are, stop it. He is a holy warrior. Fuck. Uh, I mean, uh, uh. It's not funny. No, of course it's not. We are just trying to break the tension. I mean, obviously seeing something so gloriously muscly. Uh, leaves us in awe. Flattery may work on the bullywogs, but they are weak of mind. They cool. will be. I mean, they're standing right here. I, I look back and said they're, they're kind of standing right here. Bugle your, Boa is picking your his nose, <laughs> looking up into the air, and the cretin right. is like down on the ground, and his arms are out in front of him. Great! I'm glad we don't have to do that. So we hear you're new in town. So Why you're not going to answer that question? What question? What is the hole in my head? <laughs> yeah. It was my no. crystal. I lost it. A crystal, you say? Yes. Do you mean, like, was it like a marble? No. A crystal. What Who did took the your crystal, crystal do? I really don't feel the need to answer these questions. Fair enough. Well, if you want us to help, like, if does it help with your divine powers? 
we could, we could help you get it back. Jacob? I look over and TJ looks not part okay. of the okay. plane. Would any of your characters know anything about other planes? If so, I will allow you an arcana check. I mean... I highly doubt it. I Depend doubt it. <laughs> There's a cultural I, difference. Okay, Alaric. Depending on you're the only one. I would only know about one one other plane. That's okay. Well, then I will give you. Oh, Kopesh, how do you feel about a role on that? I mean, I know about like ascending to godhood and like that sort of religion. That that's not good enough for me, though. No. I don't know about planes. Yeah, this it's just um, it's not that it's not good enough. It's just different. It's um, it's not uh, yeah. Totally I'm I, I know about rituals and religion, not planes and like different places to live. Yeah. Would the cultural difference of oh my goodness, I can't remember the name of my hometown. My hometown yeah. um being no. purely no, has nothing okay. to do with hell. Okay. Cool. But that, that, no. Well, that I rolled an 11. Itself, okay. 11. Okay. That in and of itself is sort of a reassurance. So, Alaric, you know that it's nothing from the Feywild. Um Revius, you know it's nothing from the the Nine Hells or the Abyss. Um, Kopesh, you know it's nothing from, like, Divinity or Elysium. Uh, Tegan, you know it's nothing from Cure Hall. <laughs> Congrats. Guys, I can guarantee that, that, that this didn't come from Cure Hall. So if you start to look at, like, the process of elimination, maybe you're able to fill in some blanks over time, but it'll take some research. This would be, like, next downtime. Maybe you take some time to look into it. I'm I'm personally terrified this thing just killed a basilisk and we're not like like terrified of it. Oh, yeah, we probably are. Has two soft of hands apparently. No. Does does he have any um, markings of uh, combat on him? No, actually. And as you're scanning his body, you see there are claw marks from the basilisk. They are sealing themselves up. And like you see, like part of his arm was glass, and it's reducing. It's just turning back to to flesh. Hmm. Um, how exactly did you get here? Like, bullywugs uh, doesn't seem to be on your level. If you get me, I was summoned long ago by my master, chained inside the mountain. Did the collapsing of the mountain into this swamp free you? No. It only changed my edict. So I, I I can't help but notice that your arm was turning to glass. Um and I was wondering, since it's now reducing, um by any chance are you able to do that to other people? It is a gift of chaos. Only the powerful survive. So I'll take that as a no. Correct. <laughs> well, we are here to be able to make certain that we are able to ask these sorts of questions about you. So Indeed. Hmm. First of all, you all have a master? I thought you were the red god. Like, you have somebody that you serve? I am a god to these filthy animals. And he kicks 
full grot, just like in the head. <laughs> oh, full Jesus. Grot, like, ah. Oh, oh. But Look he just sadly at takes him. it. Some of them wish for me. And he holds a hand up and he looks at the two claws and he says, Wish for my likeness. And is that something that you can uh, bestow upon people? He smiles wickedly at you. Of course. All slard can. Slard? Is that what you said? He said slard. Slard. Is that an acronym or something? No, it's the name of his like race. Or were you asking that to him flippantly? <laughs> she was asking that flippantly. Jacob, what's your AC? Oh god, uh, <laughs> hold on. Fuck with the bull, get the horns! I'm getting yeah, ready to clap. Like, I'm, it's, getting ready it's to I'm gonna devote myself to the red god if this, help, if this goes through. What was it? 15. Beats it, beats it. <laughs> you better get okay. slapped. <laughs> you take nine piercing damage, and I want a DC 14 constitution saving throw. Oh, your con save suck, bro. What happened? Good luck, Jacob. Meets it, beats it, bro. You got a 14? Yep. Okay, he slashes lightning fast. The blades cross a cut, a, a, just like, fwing, right across your chest really quickly. And you feel the burn of the blades. But then you see a ripple as parasites, worms, crawl into the wound. You quickly, like, instinctually rip your sleeve off and just rub the wound really quickly and really hard. And then uh, you, you know, you grab some water from your flask and, and dump it on. And you're, like, terrified of what this is. He says, now you see. Tegan immediately wants to say something and then, like, realizes as she's about to that, that it's probably not a good idea and she 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 just stays quiet, but she definitely has an angry look on her face. Yeah. My kind will spread wherever I go. You will make me the one god of the Bullywugs, yes? Well, the enemy of our enemy. Very well. Do you know anything about the blue color of the spawn eggs with their hatch? Hmm. I know some. Why does this matter? I just wondered if you were creating more of your likeness, like you had said. No. The Red Acolytes are already... And his eyes drift to Tegan's chest. Not in a weird way, but in like a lingering on the wound way. Don't worry. My kind are coming. Incubating. Hmm. Tegan looks down at, at her wounds and like... Tr like starts to do this even more. <laughs> you do feel confident that you are not infected. But that seems to simply be what happens when he just claws you. Your lordship, I yes. would ask, in order to make certain that we're able to completely 
encounter Garganto and make certain that things were placed. There's some information that we also continue to need. What is the name of your master, if I may be so bold? Make a persuasion check. Motherfucker. That is a 20. He says, I only know him as the maker. Oh. Maker in the mountain. Well, I am in the mountain. He is the maker. Thank you for that information, your lordship. So, you aren't turning the things to glass, the basilisks and no. whatnot? I am meant to contain them. This oh. aberrant life form. It is an abomination. Hmm. Is that why you were created? Yes, in a way. It's Did clear you to me. A, have a rival. The, my my ma the my master. Yes. No, he is unrivaled. As he sounds, if he is able to create and provide guidance to someone as powerful as you I'm just amazed at what the maker could truly do indeed he like stands and gets really close to you Kopesh and puts a hand on your shoulder you can feel the closeness of the blades although he's not threatening you as he leans down in time you can meet him his return is very soon yes one month after the hundredth right well Something like that. <laughs> One last question, purely out of curiosity. Why the frog mask? What do you mean? Well, not mask, but were you originally frog formed? <laughs> is he still touching me? <laughs> this is how I, I don't want to be slashed. <laughs> Just say why you look I'm, the way you do. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I was just, it's interesting that you have likeness to the swamp creatures. I'm, 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 he's like, <laughs> don't dig his claws in him. <laughs> Anyways, we'll be going back and hopefully, um, <laughs> where is, where is the, uh, the fuck, what's his name? Garganto. We're no, going to be where going... is Gerbilbits? No, no, Quentin Fulgra. Fulgra is just down on the ground. Okay. He's not like is he listening closely? Uh yes. But he's in Yeah, prey mode. Yeah. I sort of lean in and whisper, fool these things. Sure. We can fool them. Wonderful. Um Will he be getting up any time soon? When I tell him to leave, he will leave. Very well. We're at your leisure. Get out of here, Fulgrar. Make sure when you return, I am the Bullywug God. 
And he's like, yes, you're ma my master. And he like pushes his way down the hill while bowing. <laughs> I try to carefully follow in his steps mm -hmm. to avoid quicksand. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Fulgra will lead you Tegan back. Still seething. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tegan. Mm -hmm. uh, are we at the... Is this the gravel pond? You are at the gravel pond. Isn't this where the heart stone is? My friends? Yeah. Supposedly. Although, he also said he had a crystal in his head. Yep. Not sure if that's just... I, I mean, you... I mean, the, or... yeah, the other three of us haven't left, and I don't think he took a shoulder, hand off my shoulder, so I can ask. Hmm. Yeah, I'd like to turn around too. Your lord, your lordship. Uh, no, he's still holding on to me, though. Your, your lordship, yes. if I may, if we are able to return your crystal to you, what is the name of it and what does it look like, so I can make certain that we can make sure <clears throat> we return that to your illustrious self. It is red, a gem. If you find it, you will free me. Definitely. We'll keep an eye out. Very well. Now I'll go. <laughs> Can I look around and see, is, is there any distinguishing uh, features of this area? You know, just like anything that stands out out of normal yeah, entrances. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's tons of little caves uh, that just pockmark the entirety of the side of the mountain uh, there's little plateaus that stick out where it's like spurs of mountains where they've been like cleaved or the the top like eroded downward so I mean there's lots of little places for you to go uh, like you could camp out on one of those plateaus you could go investigate some of the caves um, I'll probably have survival checks if you want to hunt down the basilisk like that's just an option you have is there that dead basilisk still there? There is. Um, I'd like to try to approach that and take a look at it. Okay. As you walk toward it, so does the slod. And he looks down at the corpse, and then he looks at you. He says, what are you doing? I've never seen a creature of this likeness before. Is this, a, is this the glass one, or is this just a basilisk? It's a glass basilisk, yeah. Uh, especially the one made of what looks like glass here. Indeed. He thrusts a hand down and stabs through the center mass of the corpse. When he pulls his hand back, in between the two claws is a brown marble. Ah. Is this what you are looking for? Yes, it is. Make me a god, and it is yours. Or fight me for it. One on one. Take the first option. He looks a little can disappointed. Tegan, can Tegan approach and, and uh, 
try to <laughs> ask if not even ask um can she do a, a deception check and say to him well as you're probably well aware nothing in this world is for free hmm. and if we are to expend our own resources to make you become a god we need some kind of assurances first so as a showing of good faith you give us the heartstone and we come back we come back with the gem and you becoming a god why would you call it the heartstone i don't know if i can trust you to return so i will counter your offer you can make a deception check but this is this is the offer because i'm mm-hmm. no no check needed he there is a way to get him to do it without a check um he says I will put my spawn in you. And mm. then if you do not return in three months, you will become my ilk. When you return with the control stone, my diamond, then I will remove them from you. Or you can make me a god and leave with it for free when you are done. I don't think I've ever seen Jake think this hard about a a choice. Can I do a history check and see if I've ever heard of something to do with control? Sure. Stone? Sure. But I'm, well, yes. The information will be limited regardless of the height of the check because we've already determined sure. we don't know much about these creatures. Yeah, 23. Okay. Um, you, you've you heard rumor of creatures that uh, you can kind of... It's like having a demon's true name. Uh, this is just a different... A more physical manifestation of that, it seems. So the wizard must just have the control stone somewhere. This seems like a really bad deal. I wouldn't do it if I were you. Uh, I know, but knowing Tegan? Yeah, but we want to kill these things. These are all awful choices. I'm going to say, Jake, it's not easy to get those things out on your own at your level. (sighs) And that's the only input I'm going to put on it. Of course, you can also try and steal, but that could result in a combat. You promised to get him his stone back, which means going to the maker and somehow getting it from the maker. If we even know where the maker is or who. Regardless, the the deal is still one way or the other, making him a god making him the only god to the bullywugs and let's be honest really just makes my life easier making a god it's fine Tegan rolls her eyes and turns away 
I guess we'll make you a god then. Wise decision. Thank God you chose the right decision. <laughs> Standing there sweating in my crust. <laughs> she is obviously very upset <laughs> with this decision. Like she, she was torn up about it. We could definitely do to talk to this Garganto. We need to go. Mm. Very well. You all depart from the mountainside? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> As you head back down, you do note, you from this height, because you're at a sort of an incline now, you can see most of the sterile waters. You see all the different lakes. You see the tributaries and those rivers that cross that, that you all had to cross over arduously to get here to begin with. Um, Bugleboa is coming back down to earth a little bit. He's looking a little bit more lucid. He's humming to himself. He's like plucking little pieces of straw and putting them in his mouth. Um, Fulgra is still like scraping his way down the hill obnoxiously, but you're able to follow him pretty well this way. And when you reach the bottom, he stands up and he says, Very well, let us return. Where can we find this gargantua? Yeah, we need, to, I mean, we need to make sure that we make your red god the one true god. But in order to do that, we need to find Garganto first. Well said. Yes. You'll have to talk to Gerbil Blitz back at home. His name even sounds rather vile. He's filthy and awful he says I look, through his past. I look at I look at Fulker I'm thinking like if he, looking at his ass like oh he if he thinks he's vile maybe he's actually clean so he's actually kind of excited to meet him he's like hmm maybe Gerbil hmm. puts his take use his soap okay all right uh, yeah he leads the way back down toward Lambent Lake and of course you see the huts along Lambent Lake you're still marching through the sterile waters it's still miserable you're drenched up to the knee you're messy you're tired the sun and is I'm just bitching the yeah. entire time so yes. you'll be sick of me the the fireflies bite at you the humidity is awful especially for those of you in like full armor like imagine walking around on a hot humid summer day in like leather armor um none of you are, are particularly happy with this probably especially not poor tegan who now has like an itchy wound right on her sternum um <laughs> That's yeah, a good thing she didn't dive in after getting slashed. And imagine we did this in the opposite order. It'd be pretty filthy. Yep, you're all getting constitution checks tonight. Um, as you approach back to the Melgath Empire, is there anything anyone would like to do on the way? No, I'm still thinking of different ways to get that fucking stone from him instead of turning him into a god. Um, I am thinking about these toad butt mushrooms and Garganto. How much bigger is Garganto compared to a regular uh, frog boy? Well, you haven't seen Garganto. <laughs> said he's like, no, not Garganto. Sorry, King Cram Cram. King Fuck. Cram Cram is twice the height of a bullywug, which is about okay. the size of a, a human almost. Okay. They just don't stand up straight. So in in D and D terms, um, bullywugs are medium, cram cram is large. Okay. 
you assume Garganto is larger than Cram Cram. So you're heading back to the Melgath Empire? Yes, we need to go find gravel bits. Okay. You return to the Melgath Empire. Um, Fulgra sort of gives you a curt nod and says, I am sure you will make the right decision. As he attempts to mimic the voice of his deity. And then he sort of <laughs> scrambles away back to the You pool. sound nothing like him. He looks back at you. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I am... He left us without telling us where Gerbil Pits was. Yeah, he doesn't even... It's, it's a small enough him. place. Sure, we can ask around and find. But this is a good moment. We can just gather ourselves, come up with a a plan. Yes. Bugle, uh, Bugle Bow will be like, yeah, we should set up like a little spot. We can rest. Hmm. I imagine we can just sort of do it quite anywhere. Sure. Shall we camp? Need to clean myself up furiously, so this is a fantastic idea. Are there, are there any, any, uh... Jinx. Go ahead. I was gonna say, are there any pools that aren't quite murky that Kopesh could wash himself in and not, we can set up camp nearby? Not clean ones, but there are muddy ones that are everybody, can somebody Does somebody know how to like make clean water? Does anybody know how to like purify some water? Does anybody have any abilities to like make water like somewhat less disgusting? The cleric okay. asking someone else to purify <laughs> the water. I could pour some grease on you. <laughs> Just saying. Um... Uh... I have a shape of water. I can change the opacity of water. Isn't that uh, Or the color. So you can make it disgusting, Ooh. but clear. You oh, can make God. it purple, muddy. <laughs> or we can fr I can freeze water, so you can have frozen mud. That's, so I'm cold and disgusting. Oh, God. It's already caked on. I don't think like freezing it would make it any better. Yeah, at this point, you need shape earth. How about we just try to crack as much off of you as we can? Maybe if I set myself on fire. He's starting to start freaking a little bit. Maybe if I set myself on fire. Maybe I can no, clean this off. No, we're not gonna... <laughs> nope. You know what, uh, Kopesh? If we're going to go back up and see the gravel ponds again, I might be joining you and coating myself because somehow that seems protective. Protective, but not of your mental state. Anyway, I'm just gonna take this off. Sure. I'm gonna take like I'll strip off pretty much everything and then go to a slightly non-nasty pool and start cleaning myself up. <clears throat> okay, you get back to like muddy standards. Uh, still messy, but like not primordial soup messy. <laughs> if there's a few trees, I'd like to set up a hammock, sleep in. Okay, there's definitely no trees. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> in the swamp. There's small bushes. You could, like, throw the hammock over a bush. Like, lay down on a bush. Uh, I will mold some earth and bring some earth up a little higher off the ground. 
Okay. Oh, do that for us too. You got please it. Goes me too, please. Okay. So you set up a series of like loamy, relatively hard beds of dry dirt. Yeah, like just pedestals, basically. Yeah. Which <laughs> it, it, it's still pretty nice uh, compared to being down in the mud. Uh, and you're all you all can all sort of sit down on your little pedestals of dirt. Right. We should really talk about what we... I'm going to sit down and focus. I'm mad. I'm like, I'm preparing a new spell tomorrow. Because (laughs) (laughs) I know how to create and destroy water. Give me a second, and tomorrow morning we will have fresh water. Somebody get me a can... Somebody get me a jar... A large can... A canteen. I'm furious. I'm I'm changing changing my spells. (laughs) So furiously, he's chanting. Bilbo will be like, yeah, man, I can get you, like, a big urn or something. Be right back. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. He wanders into town. Um, what what are we doing, guys? What's our plan? Because I don't like this red god, and I don't like King Cram Cram. I don't like the spawn pool, and I very highly doubt I'm gonna like Garganto. So, thoughts? Murder everybody. The map. Ow. The map is critical, and also the Heartstone. Those are the two things that we're here. Oh, uh, and, and and your friend and our friend Timothy, I guess, right? Yeah. Don't forget your lieutenant. Shit, yeah, that's, yeah, four, that's four tasks, four tasks. We, we don't really need to rescue Timothy. He wasn't ever really that great at what he did. No, oh, he, but do you have any humanity? He was your friend or something, right? He was my family. He was my, my, I mean, his my plays, family's his plays, friend, his, but he's not my friend. His plays were good, and I kind of miss him. Okay, let me lay it out this way. Um, if we kill King Cram Cram, uh, then... We get the contents of his stomach. We become king. One of us does. So we're able it's to make one-on-one. decisions. I don't know if it's a group killing, I don't know if we become king. Uh, I don't either. But uh, we can at least make the decision uh, about which god. That would allow us to get the marble. And uh, perhaps get what's in his stomach as well. Yes, but on the slight occasion that these mushrooms don't kill him, then what? We have to use force. Okay, then how do we get the stone? Well, the fastest way, I agree with Eric, is to usurp power. Because that way we can get the lieutenant back because all the slaves would be ours. What slaves? The lieutenant is a slave oh. in... Yes, but that's still the, the question. How do we get the heart stone? Like, we can't... We can't fight that thing. You do realize that, right? And if we do, I and agree. we do take damage, we're going to be dead in three months anyways, apparently. Yeah. So if we become king, we can just declare to all the bullywugs that this red god is king, or is uh, is the god of the bullywugs, the only yes. god of the bullywugs. And then he puts little worms in the frogs, and they hatch, and then we have about two hatchlings. To work to deal with so we, the frogs. So we we kill the hatchlings too. So we're just how how do you plan to mass murder these bullywugs? 
Because I don't have that set kind of the, Set the hatchery on fire. Yes, and the ones that are still it's alive that can still water. reproduce. You've seen this water. It's not just typical water. <laughs> There's not gasoline in it. <laughs> you don't know that. Uh, so gasoline, before we... much like LSD, does not exist in this world. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Sorry, go so, ahead, Greg. Heartstone, number one. Map, number two. Lieutenant, number three. Timothy, number four. Okay, four but this goals. is not a no, I'm just I'm making certain we know what we need. This is the four things that we are he that we that we want to obtain, and so we know that Cram Cram has two of what we want to obtain, and then we need to figure out how to get the rest, even if we do take him down, because it's not a guarantee. If we are going to take him down, do you think it would be best to do it in the like in the morning, or should we do it at night? while everybody is uh is asleep i don't know there's much of a difference we'll, well say we, that there we can are catch some him, people yeah. that would yeah if we can catch him by himself it's true king, king cram, cram? cram cram killed on the shitter i mean yeah king cram cram i think I don't think the mushrooms are going to do much else except make him have a bad trip, just based on mass. If he's large, he's got about eight times the mass of a bullywog. <laughs> yeah, but it would well, probably... You do have four of them. Yes, and he it... said half for a good trip, two for a bad trip. We only have four. Yeah, so if he's double the size, four would equal... A, a bad trip. Exactly. Not which enough to I kill imagine. Him. No, not enough to kill him, but I imagine it would help us in, in combat for sure. Yeah. yeah. If we get, if we get, to get him. So get him to be able to take it. But how would that happen? What is, yes. How? We transmute it into. We can just attach it to the next cold. thing he eats. Like, like, I know he's hungry all the time. So next time he eats somebody, like, can we, like, launch it in there with it? Do you want to get close enough to his mouth to put that in there? <laughs> we're going to have to if we're going to fight him, right? Or we Eventually. can just make it look like gold and say, here, for our appreciation of you not eating us, here's some gold. Yeah. I think that's a perfectly can. acceptable plan. And then just cross our fingers that he doesn't inspect it too closely before he... Just mix some real gold in. Put, put some real gold in with it. Mix it together. I have... I don't have that much gold. I know I'm broke too, but I, I have gotta... 50 gold on me. I have 35, but I really don't want to spend that much. I'm at 15, so I mean, if you I guess kill him, what you get it back? Whole... Yeah, that's true. Oh. We, we and pay more. We pay more. In... It's an investment. There's a lot of gold in he's there. Like, he's like a yeah. slot machine. <laughs> we're oh. trying to get a jackpot. Yeah. Agree. I think that that's our best. Uh, honestly, guys, I think that's our best option. Okay. What happens once he gets woozy? Do we kill him? Yep. Yes. And then we get everything that we ever wanted. Okay. No, we don't get the heart stone. I if we kill don't... him, we do. Where is it? We know it's lost, but we didn't say specifically where it was, did he? 
no, he, the the fuck the the heartstone. Um, okay, so the I, the red, the red God the has, has the heartstone that came from the glass basilisk. Right. He wants us to get something called a control, control stone, stone, which is completely different, apparently, so that he can. I don't think we need to spread his ilk. <laughs> I don't think that we need to get the control stone as long as we make him a god. But yeah, we have we have options, right? Yeah, but I think making him a god ultimately just gives us bad results. Like, there's gonna- he's gonna start spreading all these whatever slods are, and there's no way this doesn't make it back up to Kiral. That's a problem for <clears throat> us for next week. No. Hey, guys. No, I'm trying- <laughs> I've, I've got a, uh, a question here, and I'll, I'll turn to, to Bugleboa. Bugleboa comes Bugle... back with the urn dragging behind him. It's like a, a big walk. <laughs> this is perfect. I really appreciate you. you getting that. Oh, right on. Yeah. And actually, it's the mark of someone with a good amount of uh, care for others and thought. Bugle... Well, why are you buttering me up, bro? If you... Uh, if you had a little bit of power, do you think you'd be able to do some good for the people here? What do you mean? What if you were king? Whoa. Do you think you'd be able to help your people live better lives? Um, I mean, first, I'd stop feeding them to, like, random things and calling them gods. So that'd be a really good step. But bullywugs, like... To stay god, I'm sorry, to stay king, you have to keep fighting the younger bullywugs. Like, that's not really my lifestyle, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm also terribly weak, so I'd pretty much just die in a couple days. Dang, so not only do you have to be intelligent, but you also have to be physically strong. Yeah, size matters here. Bummer. It is. Are the do the bullywogs wear like armor? Like have we seen them wearing gear at all or is it just loincloths mostly? <laughs> I mean mm. technically King Cram Cram has like internal armor. <laughs> That's yeah. concerning. You'd hit gold coins instead of yeah, organs fair. in some cases. I was just hoping that we could have Bugleboa be the king, but it sounds like uh, he's not up for it. Sorry, brother. Just not my it's bag. Okay. Very CIA of you, though. Very cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, time to start. Uh, the murderin. Is it? Do you guys, like, want to go see Garganto? It's pretty late. We could also sleep. And maybe let's sleep and, and try in the morning. Maybe, I mean, it's the only thing we haven't seen yet. be a good idea to get one more perspective, I suppose. Alright. 
So would the party Tegan like to rest? Tegan just wants to murder. Yeah. Nightfall is coming. You guys are pushing exhaustion. If there is something people want to do during this rest, there will be constitution checks for exhaustions. Um, you've It's a very arduous trek here, and you haven't rested. And, like, you, you came from work. Like, this is... A, a stressful series of events. Uh, a lot's happened. So, you hunker down for the night. Uh, the fireflies I, are I out. Do, Go ahead. So, so sorry, I do want to do one thing before I actually, like, rest rest. I want to stay up a little bit to see if I can get, like, to see if I can perceive any routines that Gram Fram has. To see if like I can see where like uh, if he's by himself at any particular times of the day. Okay. So Tegan, you head back into town. Nightfall is approaching. Uh, we'll say it's dusk. There is the evening is in full swing. You see the moon in the sky. You can see just fields <laughs> of fireflies blipping in the distance. A surprisingly beautiful sight, despite the stench. As you head into town, you see that the people are getting ready for bed. They're getting ready for evening. There is indeed a successful nighttime croak come that resounds from the amphitheater. You note that King Cram Cram does appear to have a routine. He first walks from his gazebo down to the slave pens. And uh, it looks like he's bullying probably the actor or perhaps Powderfist. You're not close enough to see unless you choose to do so. But he bullies the the two captives for a bit. There was a third, but it's currently digesting inside his stomach. You hear him say things like, Now you're gonna be next! <laughs> As he walks away. Um, and then he, he goes over to the pool, and he like takes a dip quickly, talks to some of those red frogs, and then he heads over into the residential area. Um... You get the feeling that it's more of a flex on people, but throughout the entire process, he does have his full retinue. And then at the very end of the night, he heads past your camp, paying you little to no mind, and he heads to the lake. He does still have his retinue with him, but he does pass between the Bullywug encampment and Lambent Lake, where the spawn is, and he seems to check on the spawn. And after maybe an hour, he comes back and then settles down in the middle of his encampment. And like tons of frogs come and they all sleep in this big huddle. Okay. Um, I'm going to go back to camp. Okay. Excellent question, though. Um, you all hunker down and nightfall comes. Is there anything anyone else would like to do? Opesh, I think you're doing some spell changing. Yeah, I'm shifting it out. Okay, that'll happen right after the long rest. Ashley, was there anything you would like to do? I don't think so. If we're just going to transmute the mushrooms, then there's no reason to turn them into a sauce. <laughs> okay. Very good. Uh, Bugleboa sets up the urn. He sets up a little campfire because he appears to get cold at night. And he sort of, he like shimmies himself down into the muck. And nightfall comes. Can I give Bugleboa uh, my blanket? 
Sure. He accepts it. And you see him like fitfully in his sleep turn. He's like, oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> and he, on. he snores like a frog. It's like, <laughs> it's very annoying, but sometimes relatively soothing. Night comes and goes. You sleep very fitfully, but you all do attempt to sleep. And I'm gonna take my my. I'm gonna go back to 45 health. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You all get a long rest if you need it. Um. No. No case for exhaustion. You probably do have like a lot of onlookers throughout the night, like people creeping up on the party and like inspecting. But it's it seems mostly innocent curiosity and whatnot. Uh. You wake up to the biting of the mites and the fireflies, and you're again returned immediately to the realization that this is miserable and kind of sucks and you wish you were home but the Melgath Empire calls anew you hear the croak come from the amphitheater as dawn breaks over the ocean sorry that's the west dawn breaks over the forest what would you all like to do I get up angrily with the gnats on me and look and groggily towards the urn and immediately cast Create Water. <laughs> 10 gallons of fresh water into the urn. It is full to the top with fresh, pure, clean water. I kind of nudge Alaric. I'm like, you can shape water. Can you shape this water over me and like make it like wash me? Because I don't want to stick my fingers in the water. If this is our clean source. I want to make certain it gets... Wait, before um, you do, I'm gonna fill my canteen. Yeah, I should do that too. Okay. Not that we're necessarily tracking how much water we drink, but still. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's necessary. I've got uh, my spell book out because I've been playing some spells and uh, happy at the opportunity to play with more spellcraft. And I say, oh, gladly. And so I will shape the water that kind of comes up in like a vortex of water uh, and kind of suspends in air. That's just do circling what... around him in like a virtual bath. It's like a car wash. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hear you. I say wash me like a steed. <laughs> you do that. Um, <laughs> Brace, you are welcome to describe in more detail if you would like. Um, just kind of like a, yeah, it's like a, um, three foot wide vortex that, um, just kind of spirals upward out of the, out of the urn. Um, and so keeping the water moving just kind of helps to, uh, to wash. And it lasts for as long as an hour, but basically whenever Kopesh feels, uh, like he's done. That you might need to be the one that decides. Oh, this is great! Oh God! Ah, oh, <laughs> very loud. I'm, I'm probably yelling about how good it is. Mm -hmm. I also prepared water walk today, guys. I am not stepping foot in this again. <laughs> Excellent. Um, is everyone sort of getting a, a little shower? Yeah, I mean, I'll rinse off with if there's anything left in like the. 10 gallons. Oh, yeah, 10 gallons. I only use, I only use, I only use two. Okay. <laughs> Just sort of wiping mud off because I don't think I got in any goop, primordial goo on me. Yeah. 
Excellent. Or at least not too much. Okay. Uh, the party cleans up, and dawn is is upon you. You can see that some of the bullywugs have set to their daily routines. They're spreading out. You see scouts leaving on giant toads out into the wilderness. You see some of the, the red acolytes heading over to the pool. You see King Cram Cram is probably enjoying some sort of awful feast of his own kind or whatever they could find to feed him this morning. What would you all like to do? We've got to go find this Gerbil Blitz. Indeed, we need to talk to him. I think he's like to the south of the Empire, down toward the mountains. Sure, let's try that. Okay, I gotta take this urn back. Do you need it again? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, you, Kopesh? I fill as many jugs and like canteens as I can with it. Just to, I may need you to shape this later on for me. Right on. Okay. Let's go find Gerbil Blitz. Yep. Let's go. Ashley, do you have? Huh? Do you know? Sorry, no. Bryce. Do you have something you have to say? No. Are you sure? I mean, I can I, see I chat. Would... Yes. I'm just saying, I don't like how incomplete our plan is. And Revius will not go along with just handing over all of these frog incubators to this weird slod creature. Sounds to me like you guys have some stuff to finish up discussing. I'll be south of town. (laughs) Well, you're right. I mean, honestly, another 800 or so warriors for the maker, whoever this maker is, sounds like more of a problem as well. This is why we're talking to the other half, right? I'm not making a single-sided decision. Got to talk to Gerbil Blitz and Garganto, get some more information. Then we can make like a fully realized, like now when we know the full scope, we can make a full plan, right? I don't, I mean, I suppose so, but I don't feel like talking to another creature is going to give us a plan of how do we get the stone and how do we kill the lambent lake full of awful frog things that are contaminated? It's just, there's so many parts and I don't well, if, if we're, okay, so if we think about that piece, how would you like to kill them? By order? By spell? Like, what would be a suggestion then? Taking suggestions now. We could poison it, but there's nothing around here except mud and mushrooms. Right. I'm, I'm thinking of what do we have of within our, within ours that would be able to work? Because I think 8,000, 800, that's a lot to kill. Don't know if we have the capabilities to do that. Better when they're eggs than when they've actually hatched, as we've heard they come out violent as well. Indeed. But we have limited resources, so we've got to use the resources that we have. And do we have a way right now to kill 800? Otherwise, this may be a futile thing to talk about. Hmm. We do have Thunder... I do have a Thunder Wave. I don't know if that will get the entire pond, though. My spells are mostly fire, and so if these things are underwater, that's not really going to work. 
Okay. I mean, basilisks feed on eggs. What feeds on eggs? They do. We'd have to bring one here. Snakes. So, bring a basilisk, attack them with Thunder Wave, attempt to poison them. That's what we have on the table right now. What other options do we have? Don't know. I think I can. About this Hearthstone, other than making, we have making the Slad a god, or fighting him on one-on-one combat, and or being, yeah. I mean, I'm not. He wanted it to be one-on-one, but he is alone. If you all just attack him, you're welcome to do that. There's just no guarantee that some of you come out without, you know, eggs inside of your skin. I already have a crack in my arm, so. (laughs) That's what you do. You turn to glass first, then fight the slot. Okay. So I, I think we need to get a little bit farther along here there's always the opportunity to actually investigate the lake like go into the lake and look around oh disgusting again choices will have to be made uh the sky's the limit here though this one's really going to rely on your creativity let's go talk to this gerbil (laughs) gerbil The very least, we can keep gigantic gerbil. Let's, let's, stay, let's, let's keep a close lay on the land, and then maybe, maybe we can use this also to our advantage in case you know, oh, yeah, things go south. We need to be able to make sure we can navigate. Okay, excellent. You head to the south of the Melgath Empire, and here the slope of the barrier mountains becomes a little bit more concrete, a couple miles to the south, and eventually. The, the swamp lands even out to actual dirt and ground and stones, and you feel that solid dry ground beneath your feet. And it doesn't take long for you to sort of scan the horizon and find a hut. Uh, Bugleboa has joined you back up with you, and he no longer has the urn. He has returned it to wherever he had found it. As you're looking around, you do see that beyond the hut, there is a massive cave. 20 feet high utterly dark inside 20 feet wide maybe just a large arch and as he approaches this small hut before it um you just sort of see like a a bullywug leg dangling out of the the mouth of the little hut it's like up on driftwood sticks it's got hay over top of it uh the ground around it is muddy it looks like he has sort of laid waste to the earth and made it muddy for himself And beyond that, at the foot or mouth of the cave, there's just tons of bones and skeletons. What kind of bones and skeletons? Um, all kinds. Would you like to get close enough to make an investigation check? No! (laughs) I will. Not yet! Okay. Okay. Tegan, you wander to the mouth of the cave. Make an investigation check. Oh my god! Like, we're not gonna go to the hut first? I just look at you, just walk past it. Yeah. Da da da. Investigation. One of my not good skills. 13. 13. You see all sorts of skeletons. Uh, there's a bullywug. Uh, there's a goblin. I wonder where they found that. Oh, that looks just like a deer, maybe? That's a basilisk. And then your eyes scan over a very small skeleton. You're like, hmm, I wonder what that is. 
they're like, that's a halfling skeleton. And you look up and all you hear is What do you do? It kind of sounds like bugle boa. I slowly go back, like, without even, like, turning around, I back towards the party. And I'm like, there's something in that cave. No shit. Yes. That's where Garganto is. I think we need to wake up Gerbled Bits now. Okay, go I'll go on. around to the, uh, huh? the hut. Gerbled Bits, you see his leg twitch and kick as he comes awake, and he leans up and says, Ow! Hmm. Well, howdy do! Hi, we're from the uh, Committee of God Evaluators. Oh! And, uh, Cog! Yes. Yes, of course. Uh, we are would like some more information about Garganto here, if at all possible. Well, ain't that splendid? I've been waiting for you guys for some time. You wouldn't know. Yeah. How did you find out about the... us? I keep yes. asking you questions. How did you find out about us? Like, like a insight check. I think Not that's what again. I asked no. <laughs> I'm never going to win on this. All right, here's insight. I rolled. That's a 16. Okay. Uh, he seems to just be playing along. Like he's never heard of this thing before in his life, but he's convinced. Well, what do you want to know about Garganto? He's just, oh, he's a gem. You're lucky he ain't awake yet because he would have scooped you up. You tied a little morsel of you. He's looking at Tegan. I smile to that. That I can we can we stop talking to me like talking about me as though I'm I'm food? You're a cute little sack. Actually, so are you, but you got all that shiny shit on. She immediately pulls her knife out and says, I swear to God one more time. Which uh, god? I, I say which god are you talking about? Garganto. <laughs> I'm being petty. I'm being petty. <laughs> he just doesn't seem to understand. Garganto. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Well, anyway. Um, where did Garganto come from? Oh, he came from the lake. Which lake? Lambent? Oh, yeah. Was when was this? Oh, a few years ago. No, we ain't spawned in maybe a decade. Hmm. He just um, came out of the lake? Uh-huh. Yeah, there was a big old landslide up on Gravel Pond. All this shiny shit fell in the lake. Old Garganto came right out, and we... I just knew, bless your soul, I had to worship his ass. Was the shiny stuff, like, shiny black stuff, sort of stonish? Yeah, like real shimmery shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. That's great. And, and then it made the water warm, and we was all swimming in it, but then... King Cram Cram said we got to put the eggs in there and we're not allowed to swim in it anymore. Hmm. So the shiny shit, uh, coronite or, or glass perhaps? What's coronite? I don't think it was glass. Was it black or brown? Not brown. There you go. Yeah. 
Well, I think Great. at least we have a little bit of an idea why the eggs are aberrant now. Indeed. Yeah, I've been hearing that them eggs are big and strong. King Cram Cram's got a taste for them, but when they all spawn, he won't be able to eat all eight hundred. Yep, and that I, is true. I think they're just going to take over everything. Well, I don't know about that. They're pretty stupid. So, what is Garganto exactly? What do you mean, what is Garganto? Like, is he uh, frog-like like you, or...? Yeah. I mean, but like, 30 times my size? Hmm. He's big. I mean, he's... Whew. Whew. I gotta show you. We gotta... I gotta get a demonstration going. He won't eat us, right? Hmm. Is there a well, way that you could make him not eat us? Well, yeah. We've... It would be... Nah, I mean, we gotta feed him first. You just don't get too close, okay? Okay. Tiny game! But yeah, you just you just gotta not eat him. Uh, I'm sorry. You gotta feed him real good and then don't get too close because his appetite is unending. No problem. Very well. What do you want to feed him? This is the fun part. I always like to let people decide what they want to feed him. Kind of what are the choices? Oh, well, whatever we can find, really. I'm assuming he likes meat. Yeah. How about Kopesh? Organics only. Yeah, he'd love him. Nope. How about we don't do that, because he's a part of the committee, TJ. Why are you holding your knife out like that? What are you being all threatening for? Well, you kept he referring isn't. to me as a morsel. And I am a human being. Oh, child, everything is a morsel to fro to, to Mr. Garganto. Have you heard of this I'm new red god? What's, what's that, Jake? I'm gonna keep this out. Alright, whatever. Won't save you. Uh, what was that? <laughs> have you, uh, have you heard of this new red god? Yeah, false god. If you're saying anything to me. Yeah. Have, uh, have people shifted their uh, their alignment? Well, from, from Garganto to this new one, or fo getting followers has been real tough because every time I get one, they try and get close to worship, and then they get eat. Mm. That's kind of a drawback. Yeah, it's so I'm I'm thinking about like putting up like a rope, maybe, so people stop wandering in there. Be a good addition, I believe. Yeah, I mean this one almost walked right in. You can you can do like a very nice little decoration. Have a, a red velvet rope with some torches up so they can see Garganto. Ooh, what's velvet? Uh it's real soft, squishy stuff. You would like it. <laughs> yeah, I think I would. Sounds nice. Best one clean though. Maybe not good for the swamp here. Well, you know, we I mean clean's okay, but we all end up in old Garganto. Do you think Garganto is big enough to eat this new god? Oh, Garganto is big enough to eat King Cram Cram. <laughs> but you'll never see the goods he keeps in his gut if you do that. That's true. No, yes, we should keep King Cram Cram safe. He is, after all, your king. I'm surprised you got it. I'm surprised the gods haven't duped it out over this. That false god versus your garganta. I'm surprised it hasn't been a, been a showdown. 
Well, the rag god refuses to leave the mountains, and I I'm not going in that fucking cave. So, really, it's been just an issue of the stars aligning. That's about it, really. What do you think it would take to get Gargento out of his cave? Well, we could leave, like, uh, uh, a tasty morsel, like, every ten feet, and maybe he'd follow it, but... If you mean, like, ooh, a piece of candy or something? Yeah! Like what? Why, why don't we just... Oh, that'd work. Why don't we just get um, the Red God to come here? He can't. He won't leave the Barrier Mountains. Yeah. If we say that he has the uh, control, or the control... Um, stone. Stone, thank you. He might. Yeah, but we don't know where that is. I, I just don't know if he can leave the mountain because he hasn't. Some god. My god, Garganto, he could eat the mountain. Maybe that's part of the control that the Prime has been exerting over him. Yes. Been close. All right, what do you well, want to feed Garganto? Let's go see. No, we got to uh, feed Garganto. You started this train. <laughs> see it through. That's... That's what I mean. I mean, let's go feed Garganto. Yeah, that's the spirit. All right, what you got? What you got? What you got? I've got uh, some some rations. No, I mean, we need at least 50 pounds. Oh. Bare minimum breakfast. Well, I guess we'll have to go hunting then. Okay. I don't know if we can hunt. Y'all didn't bring offerings? Swamp. Thought she was cog. Oh... Yes. We're here to poll. We're not I, here to make worship usually. We're here to ask we're here to ask questions, but I guess we can't. Well, when worship is as delightful as this, I think you just gotta worship. Just a bit. How do you worship, uh, Garganto? Do you supply the meat? Yeah, I feed him. And I make sure people don't With wander the in the cave, but I don't do a real good job of that. <laughs> Judge, judging from the bones, there's a lot of wandering. Sometimes when they wander in it's just a little bit easier because then I don't have to feed him for a minute. Hmm. All right, so let's go collect what you do, what you would normally feed him. With the uh, five of us together, we can get some a good haul. We'll put Garganto in a good mood. Yeah, let's go get some eggs. Ooh, good idea. Yeah. Maybe he could. Do you think Garganto could eat eight hundred eggs? Uh, give him a couple days and probably. Yeah, he's very large. Hmm. hmm. Good to know. Um. Would you give us one moment before we uh, depart? I yeah, we want like to... we want to have a great idea for Garganto. We actually have a fantastic idea to get him real full. So we want to talk talk about it, and we're going to come back and bring you, and then we're going to go get started. Make a deception check. Shit. I think <laughs> it's kind of the truth. It's <laughs> yeah. not a deception. That's all right. This really isn't a pass fail moment. <laughs> well, that's good because I just rolled a nat twenty. So oh, well, he's like. Yes, I think this is a great idea. You take whatever time you need, and uh, I'll just be here in my hut. Right. All right, be ready to go. Shout when we're ready. Okay. I mean, I'm ready. Guys, what if we lead Garganto to the mountains with eggs, and we make them fight the red god, the slod? I think that's a good idea. They take each other out, and then we go and take Cram Cram out. Yes. 
or at least weaken him so that we can take him out. Um, we could honestly maybe even convince the frog people to go down there and kill Slod? I mean, I, he very obviously wants to kill King Crabcrab. I don't, I don't know if the frog people... I don't know if the Bullywogs could. I mean, this guy just killed basilisks and unglassed himself, like, easily. I don't... Yeah. I, you could put a million bully, Bullywogs in front of him, and I just feel like it's like... I don't like, expect them to survive. It's just less to deal with. Agreed. But the thing is, it took a... It took, like, you remember how hard it was to get up there in the first place? Do we even have a way to get up there without full ground? We'd have to go back to the village and the empire, I apologize, back to Melgoth Empire and convince him to go up again and then like have to do that little careful thing while we're trying to feed Garganto eggs. And if we trip, he eats us all at the same time. It's, this seems very risky. It is. I just really like the idea of seeing the two gods fight. I mean, what if we just lie to both of them? Half the party goes to King Cram Cram. We say, look, this red king is, or this red god is bad news. He is not here to be a god to you all. He's here to cause unwarranted destruction to your ilk or something. I don't know. Your spawn. And then I mean, half of us go to, uh, to Quentin Fulgra and we say, hey, we've chosen your god as the new one. We want to get all the folks up there to worship him. So divide and conquer? I don't know. There's there's an idea somewhere in there. I, I know what you're getting at. There is. It's going to involve quite a bit of deception. I feel whatever we end up in, we're going to have to fool somebody or someone along the way. So we need to make sure we get our story straight. What if we kill King Cram Cram? One of us becomes the new god. And we tell everybody to march down there. Part of our plan anyways, so we could just kind of add to it with uh, our abilities. Give as new king. The awful gold. He gets high. We stab him, or at least one of us stabs him. New king. Direct everybody towards the red god and get Garganto out there. I'd be willing to assist as temporary king. I just don't want the gig full time, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of responsibility. Sure. Mm-hmm. That might work. I mean, you have to eat your brothers and sisters. Yeah, that's, that's just... Like I said, I was trying to go vegetarian. Yeah. Hey, maybe once you're king... And these gods are out of the way because they kind of just seem like destructive forces. You can try and make your people peaceful or vegetarian, you know, whichever I, is easier. I'm afraid that that's probably going to result in my premature death. Hmm. Yeah, I don't want you to die. Thank you. I don't want you to die either. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Perhaps you can come back to town with us if it pleases you. Maybe. Will they treat me any better? That is debatable, my friend. Yeah. There's a, there's, a there's a nice river. There's definitely a good section for you to be able to hang out in. Well, maybe then. Perhaps I'm doomed to be a wanderer eternally alone. You're never alone when you have friends. That's true. I'll consider it. 
Yay! All right, so what's our next move? Well, step one I'm going to see if I can go. I, I want to see what Garganto looks like, so I'm going to hunt uh, and see if I can use my new magic crossbow and find something. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, wait, so, I can, I can, I can, I can cast snares. It takes, like, a while, but I can do that. All right. If there's creatures out in the swamp. At least feed him, get the measure of him, head back. I mean, we're going to have to head back anyway. But we, while we're here, let's get the measure of Garganto. Make sure he is definitely enough to maybe, you know. I feel bad. Garganto is just this thing living in this cave. He's not causing too much chaos. Well, we need to talk to him to make sure of this time. <sighs> Let's get to hunting! Okay. Okay. Gerbil Blitz. I think that's his name. <laughs> Gerbil Blitz uh, hops up. Gerbil Blitz hops up. Yeehaw, all right, let's get going. All right, we got to be real sneaky, though, when we're stealing eggs. They're real proud of that 800, but I'm pretty sure it's more like 700 since I started worshiping, if you know what I mean. <laughs> wow, you're clever. Nice. Okay, all right. We got to be sneaky. Come on. And he slinks off into the swamp. I'll definitely follow. Okay. Would y'all prefer to walk on the water for at least a little oh, yeah. while? Are we gonna get in it? Cause I can water walk us. Fuck it, get I in guess. The water. Okay, we're getting in the water, then never mind. I was gonna say just do it, Greg man. Just do do it, oh do god. It. Do it. I'm just gonna walk. It's it. a ritual, right? Yeah. You could take ten minutes and cast it for free. Okay. Gerbil Blitz will wait for you. In fact, he's pretty amazed by it, but also horrified by it. It's like, my water. He says, don't cast that on me, though. I don't want none of that. Fine, fine. What about what about you? Are you, do you want, Bugle, do you want to be water walking or you want to stay in it? Bro, get me on top of them waves. <laughs> you got, you got it. Well, I'll take my time, ritual up, and then all of a sudden, we are, as if we're a Hogwarts solid ground, we're able to walk on it. Nice. Uh, Boa will say, when this is all over, you and me are going to the ocean. We're just going to chill. Just sit on the waves and contemplate life? I'm down for that. I'll bring some of my treats. Incense. Yeah. I got you. Hi. All right. The party heads into the swamp. Now... As you are traveling, of course, uh, Gerbil Blitz at this point gets very, very stealthy and quiet. He's slinking. You guys are actually, this is a great advantage because you're now walking on top of the swamp so you don't constantly hear the splooshing noises of your feet plunging down. What do they sound in. like? <laughs> there you go. You don't, have to, you don't have to answer that question in the future. Okay. <laughs> Just imagine that, but eternal. Um, however, that is gone now because you are walking on top of the swampy water. And as you approach Lambent Lake in the distance, you see that there are, of course, a bunch of um, probably like the female bullywugs, the, the midwives that were spoken of. Um, they're a little bit more slender, a little bit more slight. There's a lot of them in the huts tending to the waters. Uh, you're not exactly sure what that means, but you see Gerbil Blitz just like slinking like a serpentine way. He gets close down to the ground and he's just pulling himself through the swampy swampy water and like the tall grass and reeds 
and then he just slips seamlessly into the water. Oh. Well, I guess we're going swimming. Okay. We can't. You can try. <laughs> so do you drop the spell, Kopesh? Do we want to drop the spell? Because I'm being very... Can you drop it on certain people? We'll say, it's... I'll, I'll say yes, just for the sake oh, okay. of not, oh, okay. not forcing you to make complicated decisions. <laughs> I... No, everybody needs to be submerged today. So I'm just going to okay. snap my fingers and we all sink in. Excellent. Okay. All right, we're all in. Could I get uh, stealth checks from everyone as you're entering the Sploshing. waters? Yeah, it's it's a lake, so like ripples of waves and such will be noticeable. I have advantage. Ooh. I'll, I'll say Tegan probably has advantage on this too with the mana ray cloak if you want to use it, Tegan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't need it, but I'll take okay. it. Who okay? I don't need it. Well, I got a twenty-five on my first roll, so oh, well. that's a nut <laughs> for me. A nine, okay. A twenty, okay. Doing armor, right? Wait. Is that why? Damn. Yeah. I mean, you did say you took it off the night before. Did you put it back on or no? Oh hell yeah, it's... put it back on. Okay, okay. Then yeah. It's a nine for you, Greg. I roll with disadvantage. Why? Armor. Armor. Oh, shit. Okay. What, what you got, Revius? It's set up ready. I didn't hear you. It was a 12. Okay. All right. So, everyone, first Tegan throws the hood on and slides in just like Gerbil Blitz. And then, right after Alaric, similar sneaky fashion, low to the ground, crouches, dives in. Seamlessly. Of course, criminals are good at this. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Revius sort of like does like a, a half fall belly flop, but then like twists and sort of slinks in, but there's a good bit of ripplage from that. And then Kopesh comes running and then jumps, but the armor is like suctioned into one of the, the little footfalls and he's just, ah! and it just holds your foot and you just face plant into the water and sink underneath sending ripples out oh you see Gerbil Blitz far in the distance in the murky waters swimming towards what appears to be a lambent series of just it's like it's rather beautiful in, in an odd way although also haunting because the the floor of the lake has like ridges and ripples and valleys in it but it's just covered in these small bulbous eggs. But the eggs are glowing blue. And so it makes for this effervescent scene underneath the water where you can see the bubbles raising from them. You can see like the entirety of the lake um, with all of this contrasted darkness in between. And it's just beautiful. But Gerbilblitz swims down and you see him like, he's got his feet planted around. He's like heaving up eggs one by one he's just like once they separate he's just like throwing them up and they just float upward <laughs> uh, and Tegan you're the first to arrive near the scene you can grab a couple if you want or you can do whatever you want um, if you have other plans this would be a great time to investigate yeah I'd like to investigate the lake to see um, <clears throat> if there's an easy way to destroy the eggs mm-hmm for future reference. Well, make an investigation check or a perception check. 
22. Okay. Uh, which did you choose? Perception. Perception. You scan the bottom of the lake, and you realize that there is a lot of gravel in the bottom of it. And as you're just eyeballing it, you perceive that there is indeed coronite layered underneath the gravel. Lots of it. Cool. Other than that, you don't notice anything like, like, it's just a lake. Um, There's nothing that's like indicative that it could easily be destroyed. There's no like natural dam or some way to drain it. Um, There's no vents, which was an earlier suspicion. But the coronite, you know, you guys know the the capabilities and qualities of coronite. So I'll I'll leave that as it is. Um, And then also, uh, Kopesh made a lot of noise, right? Yeah. Like he made. So I'm going to just stay back and wait to see if anyone comes to investigate the noise because if, if they do then I'm gonna interject mm-hmm. with with some deception but I'm gonna just wait yeah eventually uh, a bullywug does come to check out the disturbance but before we jump into that what's anyone else doing getting the mud out my teeth <laughs> can I take a closer look at one of these blue eggs sure you scoop one up You've got it. It's uh, besides, besides the glowing. Uh, is there anything different about it? I would say it's the size of a coconut. It's very. It's like a. It's like a a rubbery. A rubbery coconut, I guess. Uh, it seems to have yep. a very firm film. Uh, whatever inside the tadpole inside basically is the thing that's glowing. It's emanating blue light. Okay. I mean, you've never seen anything like this, so it's hard to say if it's a normal egg. Um, but yeah. it's it's big. It's it's weird. Gerbil Blitz seems to have finished his work with about five eggs, so like one for each of you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he begins to swim back up. However, Tegan, you are the first to arrive at the scene of the onlooker on the shore. Nothing to see here. We're just, we're, we heard, um, or not that we heard, we're here to make sure that all these eggs are viable that they're doing well we saw that there's some issues with these particular eggs so we're gonna go back and check them out fully and we'll bring them right back make a deception check do 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 flashes of fake badge (laughs) I got a in the 10. egg, egg inspection well. uh, department. <laughs> I got a ten. Insight check incoming. Oh. The slender bullywug raises her shoulders up, and you see her throat begin to fill with air as she does not believe you. God damn it. She's going to ring a bell. She's going to croak real loud. You can feel it coming. Can I throw my knife Make at her tackle. throat? If you fail this. She's surprised. Yeah, well. I'm not going to give you advantage, but I will give you sneak attack damage. Due to her surprise. Thank God I get advantage rolls on nat ones. 
because I did. Ooh. And then I got to roll again, so I got 21. 21 hits. Roll damage. 7. That was sneak attack sneak damage? Sneak attack damage? Oh, no. That's not sneak say, attack that does damage. not kill her. <laughs> and... Boop, boop, boop. 18. Okay. You see the throat fill with air. You reach into your pocket. You fling the dagger out. Make a sleight of hand check for me as well. Jesus. DC 10. 24. Okay. You throw the dagger out. You see it pierce the throat. Air comes out silently. Her eyes roll back into her head. You dart forward with the power of the Manta Glide. You jump out of the water like a dolphin, scooping her into your arms. You pull her underwater. Well, I just murdered somebody in cold blood, so. <laughs> yeah. Must be another Tuesday. <laughs> I, I typically don't murder people. Uh, everyone yeah, make a Tegan, perception check. Do you think that the life of all these unborn eggs matters? <laughs> yes, oh. let's, get that, let's get deep here. We are fucking <gasps> topical today. Oh! Uh, yes. Burn I... <laughs> them all. I mean, honestly, if they're corrupted by Coronite, I don't know, guys. They could be mutant frogs. Uh, what do they call? Um, what do they call fish eggs? Salmon uh, roe. Roe. Gonna spread some. Oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> anyway, uh, perception. What was your question before per game? Perception checks for everyone except for Tegan. This is to see if you saw Tegan do it, because he was pretty slick. It was five. You do not see Tegan perform this maneuver. Nope. Which is a shame. I only got a 12. Okay. Bryce? Sorry, what were we making? A I was too enamored check. with my joke. <laughs> it was a good joke. Okay, 18. 18, okay. Uh, Alaric, you were the only one that sees Tegan perform this maneuver. Uh... Just bear that in mind for, for what it's worth to your character. As you all yeah. come back up, uh, Gerbil Blitz like shoves an egg into your hand. Tegan's like, come on, we gotta go! And then he scampers off into the into the swamp. I shoot Kopesh a dirty look as, as we leave because I had to get my hands dirty because of him. Kopesh is confused. <laughs> Listen, my feet are dirty. My feet and hands are dirty too. So we're <laughs> disgusting right now. I just look at you weirdly and just like shrug and just walk out. Hmm. I don't, I don't think I've ever told you guys, I wear boots of elven kind, which my steps make no sound, regardless of the surface I'm moving across. There's a no wonder, little, it's water. little less no wonder, of that. No wonder, no wonder it really sounds like three people stuck in the mud. Yeah. yeah, everyone else is squidwording their way across the swamp. Okay. Uh, Gerbil Bits leads you back across the swamp, back to his hut. And he gathers all the eggs together. He says, All right, y'all ready? Ready. I, su I suppose. All right. He dumps all five eggs out, and they roll toward the mouth of the cave. A moment goes by when 
a flash of a tongue the size of Tegan in thickness comes out and just slams into the dirt, pulling one of the eggs back. And after a moment here, and then the boom of a footstep and the boom of another as the frog hemoth comes into view. It stands 25 feet tall. It hunches its way out, standing to its full height. Atop its large bulbous head, there is tentacles with eyes at the top, like stalks almost. Its mouth hangs open a maw down into its chest. It's part of its body, as though it's 10 feet in diameter. Its tongue lolls out, and it reaches forth with its large froggy fingers, picking up the rest of the eggs and stuffing them into its mouth. It lets out a burp. And that is where we will end today's session. Is that considered huge? Yes. (laughs) Yeah.